Well, this is Kimberly with Wake Up With KC once again, and today I want to talk about music. I love music, and I'm starting to realize when I look around and hear the music that I hear, I question, can music affect our energies, and is there any artists that have a passion for music but wants to use it in a positive way in order to make a difference and i i have a good friend who goes by d dove and he has his own podcast this is bigger than life and he joins us today hey kimberly chapman hey, how are you how <laughs> I'm doing great because I have known you since we started the the London Real Broadcast Yourself course with Brian Rose. And we have some really good conversations about music, life, you know, um, evolving, transforming, and, you know, and, and trying to do our part to make, you know, a world a better place. And I think everyone has that kind of intention, but do they really follow through with it? That's another debate. <laughs> but you started since our class, you, you put a podcast together and, you know, share with us, you know, about it, the journey, the beginning, the creation of it. Yeah, well, the journey is still ongoing. Um, it's still an evolutionary process. Joining... Um, you know, Brian Rose and the London Rio program has added multi dimensions to the overall experience of growth and um, learning how to handle resistance and go forth with your truth that is present in my heart. Um, but that passion has always been within me, but it's been bottled up, locked up inside a cage per, per, um, per se. And when you're placed in a position where you're actually forced to move and somebody's actually encouraging you to jump off the ledge and go after, um the expression of your soul um versus the expression of um the ego um you then you begin to experience liberation and and um revelation like you've never happened um before so i always wanted to do a podcast i actually participated in podcasting in the past when it came down to video gaming um there's a community who knows me very well from nba live the game that i really loved in, in accordance to basketball however um you know i've evolved in learning more about the immortal being that's inside each and every one of us um developing um, a more existential realization as to who we are not as just this physical being that we see in the mirror but that inner light being that's been with us through multiple life experiences since the beginning of time since the beginning of creation um and i found my way through music i, I found my way through the expression of music I could pinpoint the moment when that happened. It was during the time of my of my breakdown, or it's not necessarily a breakdown, more so of a breakthrough, you know, where you pay attention to what is going on around the world and you know something is just not right. And you cling on to humanity, hoping that we can find a way to come together as one people versus focusing on the things that break us apart and divide us. Um, so I, I was listening to Bob Marley one day and I was horrified because I saw in my ego the devastation 
um, what could happen if we hold on to our pride and, you know, if we do not latch on to our immortal being, to the one that is aligned with infinite intelligence that can guide us in our life experiences so that we can see the truth of who we are as one people, instead of focusing on this reality that we live in, believing that it's the totality of our experience and the concepts that we hold on to, whether it be country, um, politics, religion, even your education. Um, if you hold on to those ideals, how it can lead to a path of confusion, um, instead of just trusting yourself and understanding yourself and looking for ways to unite versus perpetuating the divide. But the one thing that's inevitable is that we're all a part of this creation. We're all one in this massive mind that is creating the evolution that we're going to see in the future. So in my podcast, I explore that by looking at the various expressions of music, particularly through the hip hop genre, because most people see and hear that music as it's raunchy, offensive, and just downright unappealing. But there are a lot of things that are being expressed that tells us not just about who we are now, but where we've been and where we're going. And so I, I, I tap into the multi-dimensionality of the meaning of the lyrics <clears throat> in these songs so we can know more about ourselves and what we can do to prevent the futures that we don't want to see and go along the lines of the futures we want. And this is one mega secret, and we all know what it is. It's just our dreams and imagination. We are nothing without our dreams. We are nothing without our imaginations. Um, so in spite of every system that's been in place, if there isn't at least one individual in the world who dreams about something much bigger than what we see um, and is <laughs> radical in that belief for the good of mankind, it would never happen. So thank God for all the visionaries and the dreamers out there. and. I'm glad to be a part of that process to share that uh, experience with you. Oh, wow. Yes, me too. And, you know, when you talk about the history of music, you know, I, I you know me, you've, you've got to know me. I go deep in history yes. um, from ancient civilization to where that is where music actually originated in ancient civilization in the Far East. And how it's evolved in times, and in you know even going up like in the and listening to the fifties and the sixties and the seventies and the eighties and even in the nineties musics, I started seeing already the you know instead of the happy peace and love kind of get your groove on kind of music, it, it started transforming to a whole nother kind of level of music and i was like what is going on <laughs> i mean what <laughs> it's like i don't want to turn the radio on anymore but um well that that's interesting I, the thing about, oh continue i'm sorry go ahead. i wanted your input your feedback on it oh well the thing about music is music is creation um you know, we hear scientists and researchers talk about how did the universe come to be? You know, they talk about the Big Bang Theory and they do all they can scientifically to explain the origin of our universe, to explain the origin of creation. Well, the thing that we know <clears throat> beyond a shadow of a doubt is that sound creates everything. You wanna know the proof behind that? Um, your mind speaks to you and it tells you what to do. And we act upon what our mind tells us to do, you know? And sometimes we verbalize our intentions. And when we do that, it's done through a vibration and a frequency. And then for those of us who follow religiosity or follow spiritual contemplation in the metaphysical sense of creation, uh, for those who are Christian, it said that God said, let there be, and in order for that to happen, there has to be a mind that exists in order for that sound to vibrate a frequency that will speak the initiation of creation. So the way I view the universe, the way I view the universe in totality <clears throat> is this great eternal song that begins to evolve and never ends. That's why we hear music evolving through time. And we have songs that have been sampled from the past and 
it comes back in the present, but in a different form, in a different genre. So music is an allegorical representation of who we are physically. You know, we had human beings in the past, but we remix it, resample it, and it comes back as a new form of human being evolving in time. And this is true of all of creation, not just human beings, but animals, plants, you know, everything that you can think of, we evolve. So when you look at music and you look at life, there is a there's parallel parallels there that shows us something about ourselves. And yeah, it, just as it is in the duality of this dimension, sometimes music can have a high negative connotation and it can be very positive. But it all is the same. It's all a part of that cycle. And in my in my podcast, I explore that in a very deep way. Um, and, and I also explore the fact that we are all gods and goddesses because we have the capacity to create mm-hmm. in, just as we do with music through the vibration and frequency that allow these things to come into being. When you think about the interdimensionality of music and our reality, scientists will agree upon this one fact. Everything that is atomic vibrates. Mm-hmm. Everything that's atomic has a frequency. So when we tap the table or anything that is solid, there's a, a, at its atomical base structure, there's vibrations that are taking place in that core. And depending on how fast or how slow they vibrate, they change form. Well, there it is. That's how music is. And it does influence us because it is the sound of life. I don't know if you remember this song. I mean, this uh, show by Lamb Trot Play Along. At the end of every show on Lamb Trot Play Along, and, and I watched this as a teen and with my nieces and nephews who were children, she would sing this song. There is a song. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the song that does it and Oh, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because. Okay, now here's the thing. The song is life. So all you got to do is replace, replace the word with song and life. And then there's truth that would begin to speak to you. This is the life that does it and Oh, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started living it, not knowing what it was, and they'll continue living it forever just because this is the life that doesn't end. So your life as a soul doesn't end, but the form of your existence changes. And when you come back into this dream state we call life, you forget what it was, and you experience your life all over again. Powerful stuff just with music. I, I agree with you that when, it, when you come back, you get to choose to create whatever experience you want. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and that's the secret. That's what has been taken away from us. But that is our responsibility in this life experience is to, is to know that nothing dominates us. So it is our responsibility as a soul to overcome this world. That's the story of Jesus. But the the Christ is a different interpretation. But the story of Jesus is to come into this world and be true to yourself and don't let any political ideology, traditionalism, um, societal norm, or let's say any any entity try to define or sway you away from your soul's mission. So it, it, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of, let's say, perseverance to know yourself deeply within, to stay true to what you've been called here to do, you know? So, I mean, it's very easy for us to conform and to be like everyone else, to fall along the lines of the system and stay along in it. But it, when your soul begins to resurrect within you, guess what? It rebels against everything because it mm-hmm. knows itself. It knows that you're never going to die and it's going to push you to the lines of your death, which is your ego, so that you may experience the real you. It's powerful. That that is, that's deep, bro. That is so Mm -hmm. deep. And I was going to actually, um, you know, give a little, you know, nugget as well as that. It's, you know, what you said earlier about, you know, what other people are doing. We've been doing that since the beginning. Just repeating history over and over different time periods. And there was a few of you that stood the ground that was trying to make a way for us to wake up from it. And they either were assassinated, persecuted, 
executed. And I'm just like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the frailty of this experience. We get so, uh, we said we get so conditioned, right? We're conditioned and programmed to be anything other than ourselves. When you mm -hmm. want to look at when you want to look at the purity of humanity, just look at children. And this is why the Bible says, you know, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God unless you come as these little children. What it's saying is, you know, when you look at these children, they don't they don't have any classifications. They don't have no labels or no systems that they cling on to that define who they are. They're just beings. They're just humanity at its highest and most innocent form. So when they get together, they're just laughing and playing. And when they hurt, they tell you with with ruthless um, expression that I am in pain. You know, they're very real. They're very genuine. And they're honest with one another. And that's who we are in essence. If you really want to look at who we are as the purest souls that, we, that we're meant to be, look at children. Look at children. And then you'll begin mm -hmm. to see how they are pure and we've been programmed, literally. Yep. Yes. And it starts changing when about what, seven, eight, nine years of age, that's when they start becoming more like us than being their true essence. And it's a doggone shame, that's all I could tell you. <laughs> Absolutely, because it, you know, at our, at, at, at our hearts, when it comes down to the life experience, you're supposed to play. You're supposed to play and you're supposed to have fun. And you're inspired by everybody else around you to motivate you to do great things. One thing I will say about our imaginations, it never imagined us doing horrible things. It, no one imagines intentionally failing. No one imagines intentionally not making it in life. What we have is these grandiose images of ourselves doing phenomenal things or just being free to express ourselves however we want to. And guess who holds that in nature? Children. Children have incredible imaginations. They dream of flying, you know? They dream of going down in the water and exploring lost mm -hmm. worlds. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But we have to come into the knowledge now that our imaginations actually create the universe. And that's mm -hmm. why going back to the arts, especially that in music, can literally change the world. One thing we got to ask ourselves is why did they strip that particular art form from the majority of our public schools? Mm -hmm. That is because their goal is to control us, to control our minds, to enslave us in this perpetual wheel of, 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 mm -hmm. of a system that is dependent upon them hoping that we won't come into the realization that we could create the world that we seek that we don't need these systems to define who we are none of them we know intuitively from the immortal being that we are how to conduct mm -hmm. ourselves what we want in humanity and where to go in accordance to the universe but we don't trust ourselves because we've been conditioned to believe that there's systems over us that should tell us what to do to maintain order, peace, and structure when it's the total opposite. These systems that are over us are perpetuating division, chaos, and war for the sake of control. And if you go back in ancient civilization, that's how it all started. And it's been repeating itself over and over again. And the education system, yes, I agree with you. Because the system is supposed to be set up to keep you employees, not business right. owners, not entrepreneurs. Right. There's so many geniuses of kids that have that imagination of making yes. the world a better place to live with technology and whatnot and an eco-friendly you know, environment. And guess who's crushing them down? We are. The system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're absolutely crushing them whenever they come with a radical idea. Oh, well, that's not the tradition that our family upholds. And this has been happening, like you said, in cycles. I'm sure all of us as children, including myself, when we were children, can relate 
to an idea that we wanted to hold on to because this was something that we cling on to as an expression of our souls. And our parents would say, oh, no, that's just not the way things ought to be. Um, and, and, and you're right. Um, people are looking at this age of technology and they're looking at all the advancements that are taking place in this world, believing that this is the first time in mankind we've done this. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. We go in cycles and we go in seasons. What is really up for grabs right now is a graduation of your soul. And the way you win that is by overcoming this world, by being true to yourself in love, in love for oneness, understanding that we're all one people, which attaches you back to your original being, who we were since the beginning of time, not just as physical beings, but as eternal beings of pieces of light as souls who existed in the universe as one and came together as one mind to have an experience. So your graduation is reconnecting with that immortal being. For you who believe that this flesh and this immortal being is defined by a God that's separate from you, you're going to have a rude awakening. A God will be designed for you, and you will once again for multiple <laughs> life cycles. I pray this doesn't happen to you. Go through this process until you begin to recognize that I am a God, I or for if you're a female, I am a goddess, and I have an opportunity and the right to be who I want to be, even if the world says I should not be that. You know why? Because mm -hmm. if you attach yourself to your soul, your soul only knows what to do. It mm -hmm. only knows how to do one thing and look at children when they are born. And what do children do when they are born? They love, period. Mm -hmm. That's who we are in our purest form. They are <laughs> born to love. Just as the love and music can get you into the groove for love too, because it Absolutely. resonates with your soul. <laughs> That's right. You know what? And shout out to Ulrich. Ulrich who's in the um, um into in the program um of London Real Broadcast Yourself. He told me one thing that was very profound. He said, You cannot create music and lie because it won't come out correctly. Your soul is expressing itself through the music you create. It is the mm -hmm. purest form of expression. That's why people love it. That's why they can't get enough of it. That's why, you know, we listen to various forms of it because it's a, it is an ultimate expression of life. You can, you can equate music to every single situation that occurs in this experience. We see it in our theaters. You know, when there's something that's horrifying going on, you could tell because the music adds value to let you know <laughs> yes. that this is going to be a horrifying experience. Or when it's bliss and peaceful, the music adds the vibration of blissfulness and peacefulness so you can relate to it and feel it. So, yes, music is life. Your life right now is a song and you have to make it a movie. So go out there and have fun. Go against the world, face the world. Embrace the love that is in you and fight for that love, because that is what will that is what it's going to take for you to graduate to the next dimension of evolution, because we mm -hmm. are evolving. We are consistently evolving. And I want you guys to have that opportunity for it. I am praying for it myself. I am going for it at all costs. Because hey, you and me happens. too. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do too. This only happens about once every 25,000 years. So people are going to think I'm crazy <laughs> by saying that. But no, if you if you believe that your religious system is, has been designed for all eternity, then you really need to go back and look at humanity, the beginning of humanity. You, you cannot be naive and believe that our humanity existed for only 2,000 years. No. It's not true. And ancient civilizations have more knowledge about our universe than we do right now because they watch yeah. the stars and they align themselves with the stars because they knew that we were connected to everything all around us even the stars that were above us it, it goes very deep and I, I yeah we're going to explore this together kimberly i know this is not gonna be the last time i'm on your show because no <laughs> <laughs> 
I know we're going to sound like loonies when we begin to consider the multidimensionality of our existence, you know, because the thing about the thing about us, Kimberly, is once you begin to fully accept your imagination and you begin to understand that your imagination is actually communication from your higher guides who are guiding your soul in this life experience and you begin to to hold on to it as truth and ignore the world that's when your life goes to an amazing adventure. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. I, I can vouch from my know. own experience. It's like, wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it literally becomes a movie. You, you start seeing, you know, you start seeing things from the past, the present <laughs> and the future that will help you get out of whatever situation you're in understanding that this universe only wants to do one thing for you and that's for you to grow and advance it only wants to give you good things guess who mm-hmm. designed bad things for us to experience we do yeah because we put our trust yeah we put our trust and the dependency upon others to create the world that we want and that's not how it works that's not how it works michael mm-hmm. jackson said it in this one song If you want to make the world change, if you want a better place, take a look in the mirror. In the mirror. I love that song. (laughs) Yes, man in the mirror. And make the change. You know why? Because now as we explore the brain, we begin to understand that our subconscious mind is actually a projector of our beliefs so deep. Mm -hmm. And it's a heavy, heavy responsibility to take. You said, no, that's because so-and-so is this way and -and so-and-so is that way. No, that's because you believe it to be so in your mind, your eyes will give you what you believe. So powerful. So once you change your mind, the projection and the images you see in your world also begin to change, but you have to work. You have to take action upon Mm -hmm. your imagination. It just won't come. Mm -hmm. You have to work for it and hold on to it until it manifests in your life. Mm -hmm. Powerful stuff. Oh, yeah. I think we're, you know, we've been brought up to, I guess, whenever McDonald's fast, you know, drive-through came in, that instant gratification. We've been conditioned and programmed. And now you look at, you know, these young kids. We want want it now, want it now. Well, no. (laughs) You know? But then I watch the millionaires, the multimillionaires and billionaires, they don't, they they got this mindset of a delayed gratification. They see the end result. They have a goal. They have an intention. They imagined. And then they just stuck it out until everything else lined up and boom, it manifested. It could have taken three months, six months, a year, three years, five years, 10 years even. But they saw it and they kept that vision and held on to it. Exactly. And and the thing about it is I want to encourage those who are not millionaires and billionaires. But I, I want also people to know that if it happens to one, it can happen to all. That's yes. the thing. So it's not you, you got to give up those negative terms that hold you back like this is impossible or I can't do it or I'm not good enough. That, those are feelings of the ego. That is the lower vibration and frequency of yourself that want to, want to attach to this reality, this dream state that we call life. And it does not want to be uncomfortable. It does not want to challenge the world. It wants to be just like everybody else. And it just wants to settle. It never pushes you to do more. And if anything, it if you begin to get more, it'll tell you that you don't have enough. You need to do more. You need your your need to be the you need to be the greatest of all time. No, what your soul will do is align itself with your vision that you develop in your imagination and give you the adventure of your lifetime where you begin to appreciate the little things that are around you and you love the journey. And guess what? The focus will not be in the end goal. Your focus will begin will begin to shift to the experiences that will take you to the goal. So by the time you reach the goal, it doesn't even matter to you no more. Right. Because the experience had more value than the actual manifestation of your goal. That's why some people are so obsessed with the goal that once they finally receive it, 
they they find out that there was nothing to it and they don't feel any better because they did not appreciate the journey. They did not value the journey. They did not value the experiences that helped them to get to where they were. Matter of fact, they probably cheated themselves out the experience by manipulating and cheating others. You know, right. so, you know, and I, I notice I'm not talking about hip hop, but when we go into hip hop, you begin to see how those messages that sound very raunchy, that sounds very derogatory in nature, actually have high positive messages upon the state of our humanity and what we are going through that goes back to the beginning of time. Go ahead. Well, th since you brought that up, because I was waiting for you to brought, bring it up again, because I was like, he's going to mention it. He's going to mention it again, and you'll have your chance. So the guides were telling me, like, just hold on. Be patient. He's going to bring it all back to you. <laughs> but you talk about the ego and mindset and, and whatnot with our self-talk and whatnot, but, and then the hip-hop. But isn't there music that has been created because of somebody's hatred and they're sending that vibration out because you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's like if you're, you're going to send, you know, talk about, I can understand expressing yourself, you know, you've been through something horrific, but I have heard the screaming and all that, you know, stuff. It's like, Ooh, it's like, ah, uh, I can't, no, don't want to be around that. And it's got to the point that are you just guys making music just to make money? Where's your passion? Why did you get involved in it? Is there like a, a little, you know, a, like 50-50 of that? Well, the thing is, when you begin to listen to music outside of your ego, right? And you allow your your inner being, who's been here since the beginning of time, to pay attention to what is being expressed, then you begin to hear the deeper message behind what is perceived as, oh my God, uh, satanic or evil or devilish. Well, the first thing is, and I'm gonna shock a lot of people by saying this, hell is not real, Satan is not real. The only reason why they exist is because you believe that they exist. So whatever you believe in, that is what you're going to see in your imagination. Now, it took me a while to come to this realization, mm -hmm. Kimberly. I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew this since the beginning of time. No, because we, we have these, these thoughts about these societies, all oh, the Illuminati and, and all these secret societies. No, they're, they're not actual secret societies. These are individuals who just happen to know themselves. Now, we've been hearing this a lot, right, Kimberly? Know thyself. Know mm -hmm. thy words. And people associate that with monetary or physical um, gain. That's not what it's saying. To know yourself is to reattach yourself to the inner being that has been here for literally millions of years. <laughs> you know, and multiple life experiences to where you've known yourself so well, you could come down into this life experience in this planet and you know what you've decided to be since you were born. Have you ever seen individuals who just knew what they were gonna do since they were little children? That's because that soul immediately knew in full consciousness what they set themselves down here to do right at the moment because they had an opportunity as a soul to say, I'm gonna manifest myself as a young man with these parents and I'm gonna fulfill this objective in this life experience. And they immediately wasted no time because they had a greater purpose in mind. So this is true for the positive polarity and the negative. And mm -hmm. that's very difficult for us to accept because they're all processes <laughs> of creation. It's very deep. But the thing that we have to understand about us individualistically is, and we're going into this next dimension, Kimberly, is you can literally design peace, harmony, and love in your mind and that is what you will experience even to those that you perceive as enemies mm -hmm. give it a shot and you will be amazed if you approach 
and believe that the world is filled with people who want to love and come together as one people, you will begin to attract those people wherever you go. And those people that you thought were enemies, you will begin to go up to them and talk to them and you will experience breakthroughs to recognize we all just want the same thing. Powerful stuff. So yeah, with the music thing, Kimberly, that's the thing about hip hop. They're outcries from the soul. Individuals, unfortunately, are born in periods of suffering. And the only way they can express themselves as soul is to bring out that suffering, to tell you what they are going through at the moment, and for you not to judge them, but to hear their pain, to see their pain, so you can understand them. It's a different well, perspective. Yeah. Well, that too, but I also know that we, you know, being a spiritual being, you know, mm -hmm. we all have chakras and every yes. chakra resonates with the note. So that's why it's not so much the words, it's the sounds <laughs> because it affects my, my chakras and my chakras are like, Get away, get away, get away. Get, right. get to our happy place. <laughs> now, that's, the, that's the beauty of my podcast. See, I will, I, will, I will literally challenge people to listen to a genre of music that they, that they judge as, you know, evil, per se. And hip-hop and rap sometimes have that connotation, like DMX, who recently passed away, has a song that says, you've been eating long enough, now stop being greedy, right? But... When you listen to that song, it sounds horrible because you hear a peaceful individual talking about his dreams and aspirations. Then you hear about another individual who's hungry and ravenous and doing, willing to do whatever it takes to acquire what he wants. It's an expression of this dimension and duality that you have one side that is peaceful, that is tranquil, but you have another side that is just really hungry and, and, and is un... It's, 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 it's released, you know, without compromise, but they come together as one to build a beautiful soul. You know, we all go through periods of resistance and pain, and we don't understand why we're going through it. But as long as we hold on to a division of peace in those moments and apply the element of lessons behind it, knowing that it's not meant to hurt us, but it's, it's there to help us to evolve, to develop a deeper level of understanding so we can raise our dimension of thinking and understanding. Then we allow ourselves to experience the emotion, to experience the pain, to experience the fear. But when we come out of it, then we understand why we had to go through what we went through. You know? Yes, I, I do agree with you on that. And it's not just, you know, to me, I mean, would you agree that it's also not just the thought, the imagination, but if you thought about, oh, wow, a peaceful world, you know, humanity being peaceful, what would that feel like? Right. So when you add the thought of peace, loving, you know, peace, love and happiness, what would that feel like? And as you're thinking, feel it. And just soak in that for just 10 seconds every morning. Wow, what a difference it can bring out into the universe with the vibration. Exactly. And, and another thing we have to recognize is the reason why people are suffering is because we view them as individuals who deserve it. And that's not true. Mm -mm. That's not true. We're all human beings and we all need to reevaluate the way we judge one another, the way we <clears throat> see one another in a superficial image. In this test of this dream state that we're in that we call life, the test is for us to look beyond the superficial. Because the thing that you see in the outside that appears to be your greatest enemy, if you look internally, you'll find out that they are your greatest resource. And mm -hmm. you know, we're going to begin to go into the transition, especially into this country where we will see where true criminality criminality exists. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to witness that in a major scale to Wall Street, to the government and the system itself. You're going to see the intentionality of its design to make sure that all of us remain black, 
Now, here, here I go, I'm gonna go a little bit deep. So people talk about Black Lives Matter as if it's, re it's relative to a particular race of people. Yeah, that's true, but there's an interdimensionality in that. Don't you know that all of us in this humanity are in the black because we do not know the light that exists within? And because of that, we are manipulated by these systems that enslave our minds. You get it? Mm -hmm. We're enslaved mm -hmm. to fall along the lines of their systems and criteria, externalizing our power, saying they need to do this, they need to do that, or this system is against us, that system is against us, mm -hmm. that people are against us, or that particular group of people need to stop. When you recognize that the responsibility of the world that you want to live in literally comes down to you and your beliefs. And whatever you believe in your mind about the world you're living in, in this dream state, that is what you're going to experience. That's the truth that is happening right now for each and every one individual. If you believe in the system and the divide, you're going to experience that. But if you believe in the oneness of all of us coming together as a humanity to collaborate and design a system of peace and prosperity and abundance for all, that is what you're going to experience in your life. Uh, uh, hey, I, I'm right there with you on the latter part. <laughs> it's all one. We're one. <laughs> you know, we're all collaborating, working, and uni and unifying to and uniting to work together. I, I believe teamwork makes the dream work. Hello. Absolutely, that's it. When you when you develop a collective of people that agree with you in the same vibration and frequency. That is the world that you're going to create. But if you do not raise your vibration and frequency, you're not going to experience that. That's the new dimension. People think of new dimensions as these um, elusive portals that we go through that is massive. No, it's just you elevating your mind beyond the state of where it was, where it was previously. It's literally having an open mind. It's just that simple. If well, you have an open mind and you explore the right. possibilities, you're good to go. It's just that simple. I'm not going to complicate it for you. Well, you know what? Because I'm a visual. And I was talking to uh, somebody that was previously on my other, um, my podcast, my broadcast show. And she said something really interesting. She goes, people have a, a misconception of, of 3D and 5D. She goes, if you take a regular lens of a camera, you could see, you know, a little box. But then turn it into the panoramic view, it gets wider. All wow. the fifth dimension is just expanding your view. That's all it is. And right. I just wow, that that's makes a, sense. See, <laughs> and that's a powerful statement. That is that is that's exactly what I was meaning. What I meant, to, what I was trying to say in the interpretation of our music, in the interpretation of the events that is taking place in this dimension, in this dream state of life that we that of experience that we call life. When you see political unrest, that is a fight for freedom. But that freedom is also a freedom of your soul. It does not, it does not want to be enslaved by the programs and the conditions that's, that's been set in place to say this is the correct way to act. You cannot continue to align yourself with a society that you know is sick. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep aligning yourself in that conformity, then guess what's going to happen to you? You're, you're, you're also going to be sick. So you have to, once again, like you like she told you, and like she told me, because that was powerful, you have to expand your horizon, and you do that mentally. And then mm -hmm. you begin to see the challenge that we're in as a humanity. It's all a test. It's all a test. And I love for you to explore that more with mm -hmm. Kimberly Chapman as she talks about the interdimensionality of our of who we are and come to my podcast as as I discuss the hip hop genre and music in general and you begin to see the true nature of yourself that I am immortal that I actually that that I have to resurrect that immortal being within so I can align myself with the higher guides and beings that are helping me through this life experience so I could fulfill my soul's mission and develop a a, a profound deep love for yourself in mm -hmm. spite of how the world may view you and be courageous and usher in heaven on earth. Look, one man that I really love is Damian Marley. He has a, he has beautiful album, album, Stony Hill and Distant Relatives. But in Distant Relatives, he has a song called Looks Are Deceiving You. You listen to the third verse of that song, it's very profound. 
He says, Jah loves us way too much for us to burn in hell. They mm. had to, look, and, and he said they had to keep that one a secret. He said, the judgment that we face is real. Only if we choose to believe it. Very powerful statements in that song. So when you break that down, it's saying that your beliefs and your imagination is what you will experience. So if you believe that Armageddon and the judgment of God is real, guess what? You're going to get Armageddon and the judgment of God in your life experience. But if you do, if you do not believe in the God that will send you to hell for y'all eternity, if you believe that we are destined for peace, prosperity, and harmony, and mm -hmm. we have what it takes as gods and goddesses to create heaven on earth, we do not have to wait till the afterlife. We can do it now. That is what you're going to experience. And I choose that experience, and I rebel against any god that condemns any soul to eternal hell. That's where oh, I stand. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, brother. I'm right there standing right beside you. Yes, ma'am. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, why would you even want that to your for your worst enemy? I, I would not want my worst enemy to burn in hell for all eternity. I just would not. Uh, I just no. It was something made up, and and in order to put fear in man to control yeah. and manipulate. Uh, there it is. Fear. And why is. Would, Go ahead. Why would God? Why would God create us in his image and, or, and then turn around and burn us in hell? Exactly. And people don't ask themselves that question. <laughs> if God is love, what kind of love would be administered unto you for you to experience eternal hell and damnation? No, here's the truth about baptism that people are not gonna be too open up of, but it's true. Your life experience is fire. It is hell, right? Because you come in not knowing who you are, mm -hmm. you forgot. And the Spanish root word of sin, that means not, I mean, the, um, the word Spanish, I mean, for not is sin. It just simply means not knowing, right? So that's sin, it's just not knowing yourself. So your responsibility is to remember while you're in this dream so you can design and create your reality. But in order for that to happen, you need to be baptized, not in water, in fire that is how gold is created you come out of the flames of resistance of tyranny of egotistical manipulation and deceit and you persist through the fire of your fear and you come out as pure gold diamonds Ooh. diamonds exist because they've been under so much pressure for so long, and then when you extricate it from the ground, guess what you get? Something that is worth millions of dollars. So how are we going to expect greatness if we do not experience that same level of resistance in our evolution? But that doesn't mean God wants us to go to hell, y'all. Come on. I know. <laughs> hey, you know what I say, D-Dub? They need to put that religious crack pipe down and walk away. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because the thing is, people are going to understand truth. Now, I will share that more in the next podcast if we talk or even on my podcast. Oh, yeah. They're going to understand how our souls have been enslaved. It's not a physical slavery. It's a soul enslavement. And those who want to hold on to the manner of oppression, that old system that oppressed us, they will continue to experience that in multiple life um, lifetimes until they request for freedom. But this allegorical, metaphorical representation of Blacks in this dimension needing their freedom is also a representation of us needing our freedom. If you can display empathy towards those of African descent or even brown descent or any people in this world who've been oppressed and experienced massive levels of genocide, if you can express empathy towards them, then you will begin to express empathy towards yourself. And then you too will begin to recognize how you've been enslaved. Look, Bob Marley sensed this, said this, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Mental mm -hmm. slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. 
that is where slavery exists. Yes. If you don't know how you're mentally enslaved, then come to our podcast. Come back. Yes. Come to to mine. This is bigger than life. And we will tell you. Yes. Fear fear in its most simple form. Fear is the title of enslavement. That's Mm. what it is. If you can escape your fear, whatever that may be, you will begin to understand that fear is nothing but nothing more than a deceit. It is lies to, like you said, to control you and keep you in your place. So challenge the system by facing your fears and watch the creator of this universe take you to places you would never would have thought of, thought of in your wildest imaginations. Just- and you know what? You know the acronym for fear that I, I came across? False. False. Evidence. Evidence. Appearing. Appearing. Real. Real. Yes. Look, even in the Bible, okay, it, the, the Bible is has value, but what the, the issue is in the anthropomorphism of it, they made it physical. No, these are metaphorical, allegorical representations of what we will experience in our life. So Satan is your ego telling you, oh, don't lose that job because then you're going to lose your car. You're going to lose your, your house. You're going to lose the value of the concept of people view you in society. Oh, don't lose that. Oh, better yet, go after that Mercedes Benz. Go over that. Go for that Rolls Royce. You'll get stature. You know, people will view you as a king. That's your ego. It mm-hmm. will always keep you in the flesh. For your, for those of you who are Christian-minded, it will keep you in the flesh pursuing those things that will validate you and make you look normal to society. But wow. That's not, yes. But you know what? Continue. When, um, because you just brought up the Bible and (laughs) how the metaphorical and whatnot. But did you also know there's a misconception about the prophets and prophesying? It wasn't that they were prophesying, speaking, you know, the things of God. Back in those times in history, they were music artists. They were poets, and that's what they did. That's where prophet and prophesying came from. And yes. there's a little deception on using that the word as a prophet or um, prophesizing. It's actually, you know, someone sitting together and creating poetry together, playing an instrument. King David did it. Yes. He played music why. and sang. Right. That's why King David, the book of Psalms, <laughs> is the true nature of who we are. It's a deep, deep book, Psalms, because it's the book of Psalms. It's literally the book of life. It, it explains not just Jesus Christ, but it's, it explains how the true creator, this universal mind, interacts with us. Beautiful book. It explains duality. It explains the pain that we go through in our ego and our ability to remain faithful to the concepts that we have of our inner being to experience the glory of God, which is us. Look at this. But anyway, so powerful. I know we're going a little bit over, but yeah, this is going to be one of many. Oh, um, yeah, we're going to get back and forth. <laughs> so now I have to be on your podcast. And when when are you when is it launched? When can we tune in and where at? Yeah, so right now my primary platform is on Anchor, but it's also on Spotify, and this is Bigger Than Life, and I, there's a lot of episodes I've yet to publish, and most of the interview, uh, most of the um, episodes will be my mind expressing to you how songs are interpreted, what they're saying, exploring the multiple, multi, multi-dimensionality of interpretations that we, that we see and, and, and feel, not just see, but what we feel and hear in our musical experiences. And like you said, how that element of prophecy is applied in music because it is through the sound that we receive truth from our higher beings that connect us and let us know what is going to happen in this experience, in this world. Because in order for you to create music, it comes from where? The soul. That's why we have a genre of music called soul music. (laughs) and and you can hear the prophecies there stevie wonder came out with a song in 1973 and the name of the album is called inner visions listen to that album phenomenal Mm -hmm. 
He has a song that talks about Donald Trump. Flat out. Flat out. And he wrote this song in 1973. It's called Mr. Know-It-All. Look it up. I dare you oh, guys. I you guys in this podcast. <laughs> yes. Look it up. Uh, you know what? I do, like back in the 80s, the rock ballads, you know, mm -hmm. when rock ballads with Def Leppard, mm -hmm. Journey, you know, Sticks and all. Def Leppard's hysteria is very prophetic to me. Exactly. And, then there, and there's a few songs from uh, Bon Jovi. It was like, did you guys know you were prophesying in a, such a way that was like very deep, profound meaning to the lyrics to your songs? Because, man, <laughs> it because was they, like. <laughs> because, first of all, they come into this world as light beings, they manifest themselves as musicians and they tell their messages hoping that those who begin to wake up to their inner being will mm -hmm. attach themselves to the music and hear truth and also be guided on what they need to do moving on in the future and how they too can participate in creation. I hear people tell me, and I, you will see this in my podcast, people who says, when I ask them, what did you do to make it through your circumstance? And they'll say, I, I would just make music because I would dream upon the thing that I would want to see and I would sing about it, or I will sing a song that will resonate upon along the lines of my vision, of my imagination. That is the true nature of who we are in this world. It's not in your education, it's not in your political system, it's not in your, in your job or career, it's in your imagination that help us wow. evolve in creation. Wow, I I enjoyed this interview. You can get me off. <laughs> so can they listen to you uh, every Monday, every Wednesday? Yeah. So when we launch, because you know we're going to have a massive launch event, including yourself. When mm -hmm. we launch, they could they could tune into my channel, and I plan to do daily um, sound bites in which I will express okay. the different meanings of past songs and mostly from hip hop. But, you know, once I give them my social media context, they could put a song request and say, what do you think about this song? What do you think this artist is saying in this song? And then I will, t I can give you my insight. And then what will happen is we'll have guests who, who came up with their songs and then we will have them discuss their interpretations and, and they'll begin to see, whoa, wait a second. I never thought of it that way. It's going to hit you. I promise you 100%. Come back to our podcast as we continue to explore our true nature of ourselves and understand that we're infinite, that we're only going higher and higher in evolution. And just let your mind be free. Don't hold on to, oh, Jesus Christ is king. Oh, no, Allah or, or, or God. No, hold on to the creator of this universe that has no limitation or no bounds. Literally. I know. Yeah, it has no limitation or bounds. But why do we play? Play. This is one question that, and I will end it here. This is one question that gets me, Kimberly. We say that God loves us unconditionally, but us as human beings always put condition on our love. We put conditions on it. You know what? How that began? Our parents. Right. Right. Unfortunately, I'm guilty of it too. I put conditions on my love on my son, but I love him unconditionally. Yeah, but that's you know if you look at past generations, that, that it, it's like that program, a system of teaching your kids of conditional love instead of unconditional love. Right. And it's changing. It's changing. Thank goodness, yeah, it's changing. It because our consciousness, our minds are shifting into a collaborative society versus a polarizing society. And those who want to hold on to their love of country, to their love of whatever system they want to hold on to that define them, so be it. You you're gonna go through this you're gonna go through this experience again because before these countries and governing systems, even religions exist, we were all just people, just human beings. Look, I'm gonna tell yeah. you what human means. Hue is we know hue is the interpretation of how we view color. Right? Mm -hmm. So you is the multiple colorful expressions of man. And what is man? Man is literally light that came down from father time to come down as gods in the flesh 
have an experience. So when you put the words back together, human is multiple spectrums of light where God operates in the flesh. And that's wow. Wow. All right, y'all, you, you've heard us for an hour, but if you want to know more and you're liking this, come back to Wake Up With KC or even go to This Is Bigger Than Life with D-Dove on Spotify and I'm on Spotify and I'm on YouTube. You could see this, like us, subscribe to our channels and enjoy more intellectual conversations <laughs> to enlighten you and help you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Please do, because heaven will come on earth, and I want you to be there. Listen, yes. just listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire when it comes down to, okay, Earth, Wind, and Fire, fantasy, and come back and talk to Kimberly. Just Earth, Wind, and Fire, fantasy. Play it now Thank once you get out of here, and then listen okay. to what they're saying. That's what is at stake. I right. will. I look Thank forward you. to being on your show. You just let me know when, and I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me as my guest. It was an honor. And you guys, please subscribe to this channel. Uh, you think I'm the only guest? There's so many more. And this is going to be a beautiful ride. As a matter of fact, I'm going to subscribe to you now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, T. For sure. It was a pleasure. I love this. Awesome. Same here. This is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.